Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This podcast contains some spoilers for the 2020 Royal Rumble. Now, if you haven't watched it yet, skip ahead to about five minutes and 30 seconds in if you don't want it spoilt for you. Skip to 5.30 and we won't talk about it after that. Cool? Cool. A big night in Houston for WWE, plus an update on an injured NXT UK star, and which star was butt-dialed back into the WWE? For Monday, January the 27th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. ago the 2020 royal rumble concluded and it was a big night in houston for wwe two first time winners of the men's and women's royal rumble matches charlotte flair outlasting 30 other female performers well technically one other that wasn't female which we'll dig into another time uh, to win her first ever Women's Royal Rumble match and Drew McIntyre, the big talking points coming away from the Royal Rumble, having not only been the man to eliminate a dominant Brock Lesnar, but also going on to win the entire match as well. That was just one of the talking points in the men's Royal Rumble match. And we'll get to it very soon. Of course, the women's Royal Rumble match went down the third one ever. And some lovely surprises making returns to the WWE in that match. Like Mighty Molly, a.k.a. Molly Holly, a.k.a. Nora Greenwald, who made her presence felt uh, at number three in the Women's Royal Rumble. Nora Greenwald, Molly Holly, was lo- it was great 
to see her back. She was on absolute top form. She's been doing some indie stuff back and forth, um, but she's... This is like this is the first time she's back been back since I think probably the first women's Royal Rumble match or maybe the Battle Royal at Evolution either of those ones uh, but she looked in great form here as well uh, it was great to see the return of Naomi as well this was round about the time we were expected to see Naomi back in a WWE ring she returned with a brand new look quite a bit of controversy on Twitter with regards to entering Santina Morella into the women's Royal Rumble match a lot of people saying there is plenty of other female wrestlers on the roster that you could have had it seems a shame to have move them to one side for the sake of a joke spot. Uh, that is a discussion that I'd love your thoughts on on our Twitter at Cultaholic. So Charlotte went on to win the entire thing, last eliminating the bookie's favourite, Shayna Baszler. At least she was the bookie's favourite until about an hour or so before the Royal Rumble, in which her odds drastically changed. Similar story for Drew McIntyre in the men's Royal Rumble match, who was the guy that eliminated Brock Lesnar, who went on a, a, a dominant streak at the beginning of the match. Uh, to, one that many say went on a bit too long before Drew McIntyre came in to basically save the day. That was just one of the moments in a very busy Royal Rumble match. We saw a return from Montel Vontavious Porter, a.k.a. MVP. Got very quickly troused by Brock Lesnar. And I think... You and I will agree the big one of the night would be the return of Edge. After months and months of denying anything to do with a comeback in WWE, that music hits and it was just a magic moment. Just a magic moment. Uh, Drew Galloway, Drew McIntyre winning the 2020 Royal Rumble, arguably the, the only other moment that was almost as magic as that. It was a busy old men's rumble. Great result for Drew McIntyre, and it looks as if we could be heading towards Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar for WrestleMania this year. Fresh matchup for those guys. Check out our Cultaholic YouTube channel. You'll get what happened at the Royal Rumble with Adam Pacitti, and you'll get Royal Rumble graded with myself a little bit later on. So we learned from ProWrestlingSheet.com that before the Royal Rumble match started, there was a bit of a verbal altercation between Brock Lesnar and Matt Riddle. Now, we don't know too much at this time, but what we do know is that backstage, Brock Lesnar and Matt Riddle crossed paths. Uh, one person who was there says that Brock saw Matt Riddle and wanted to find out what the beef was between them because obviously Matt Riddle has been very outspoken about guys like Brock Lesnar and like Bill Goldberg. So Lesnar wanted a bit of clarity. Uh, according to other sources there, uh, the encounter was very real, not something for a WWE backstage documentary. There was quite a few uh, things being filmed last night for later publication. This apparently was not one of those. Uh, this is Riddle's second awkward backstage interaction in the last 12 months. Of course, we go back to uh, the one he had with Goldberg uh, just before SummerSlam last year. Uh, he, he's very much outspoken, is Matt Riddle. Uh, it looks as if nothing physical happened, but there were certainly a few raised voices. When we know more about this, of course, we will let you know. The night before the Royal Rumble, we had Worlds Collide. Uh, quite a scary moment in the main event of what had been a class 
a show as we saw Imperium take on Undisputed Era. Not long into the match, Alexander Wolf absorbed uh, a really hard kick to the head, uh, a, a double whammy from Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, and he just hit the ground. Uh, referees threw up the emergency X. Actually, big love to Drake Younger, the referee in that match. He was quick to identify there was a problem, get Alexander Wolf away from there. Uh, consequently, Alexander Wolf was taken out of the match. And despite the fact that they were one man down and obviously they'd had lots of stuff prearranged, they put on a blinder. All seven of the remaining guys put on an absolute blinder. Uh, we do have an update on Alexander Wolf. He tweeted out just yesterday, I am fine. I wish I could have finished the match, but safety first. Thanks to Drake, Younger and WWE Medical for taking care of me. You guys did an unbelievable great job today, as always. Most importantly, it was my own fault. Hashtag chin up. Uh, well, we hope to see Alexander Wolf back doing what he does on NXT UK very, very soon. As a matter of fact, they've got loads of shows uh, already in the can for NXT UK. So if you watch every week, you probably won't notice any difference. But get well soon, Alexander Wolf. Also at Worlds Collide, we saw a brand new champion crowned in NXT UK's Jordan Devlin, pulling out uh, what many say is a bit of an upset win over Isaiah Swerve, Scott, Travis Banks, and the former Cruiserweight champion, Angel Garza. Certainly felt like a surprise to see the title change hands at Worlds Collide because it was that night they were showcasing the, the newly minted NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Gone is the WWE logo from the front. It now has NXT emblazoned on the front. So we thought this is nice. Look for Angel Garza. He only just got his side plates the other day. And now he hasn't got it. Uh, massive congrats to Jordan Devlin, the first NXT UK star to win the Cruiserweight Championship. A massive feather in the cap for Jordan Devlin. Uh, when Devlin... Uh, announced that he was leaving OTT, which is very much a company he has been the heart and soul of. Uh, last year, uh, you knew then and there and then that there were some big plans afoot for Jordan Devlin, and this could very well be the beginning of something quite magnificent for him. Meanwhile, NXT US, uh, we send our best to Io Shirai. Dave Meltzer has revealed that Io suffered an injury. Doesn't quite know uh, what the injury is, but it means that Io Shirai, according to Dave Meltzer and the Wrestling Observer, is going to be out of action for about two months. Io Shirai, who has had a few comments back and forth about not being completely satisfied with her role in NXT right now and of course she's been part of the conversation when it comes to stardom now part of the Bushi Road family in Japan uh, she's one of those prospects that they want to bring back to stardom and and build the company around I don't think this has anything to do with that but obviously that's the reason why uh, she's very much been front of mind as of late and we send Io Shirai our very best wishes as well Interesting discussion on Wrestling Observer about the call-up process changing for NXT stars. So this comes from Wrestling Observer Live over the weekend when a caller asked the question, uh, the, will ask the following question. When Vince was doing all of these random call-ups at the beginning of 2019, like with Gargano and Champa, Brian Alvarez referenced Ohio Valley and how the same thing happened and it tanked the quality of the whole promotion. The caller went on to ask if... 
both Brian Alvarez and Dave Meltzer could talk a bit about how good it was and what went downhill and how it went downhill. So they talked about it. Uh, one of the things that Meltzer said in the answer to this says uh, a big one uh, was that Jim Cornette set this feud between Doug Basham and the Damager. And then Vince called them up and made them a brother tag team. They were still supposed to stay in OVW, even though they were called up to the main WWE roster. So he's got these two guys feuding, and then on SmackDown, they're brothers. And Cornette was having to work his way around all of that, which he just about did. Now, because it's Paul Levesque, and they did it to Paul Levesque with Gargano and Ciampa, this is where the conversation's coming around again. Meltzer goes on to say, right now, the idea is, because NXT is on television, that it'll happen no more. That any call-up from NXT will be planned out months in advance. So he has plenty of time to finish up, do the storylines, and all of that, as opposed to before, when Gargano and Ciampa were feuding and building to being put back together and then being a tag team on Raw and SmackDown. That was a weird time when we saw on Raw, Triple H randomly announced multiple guys being called up from NXT. This is apparently at the behest of Vince McMahon. Uh, that won't be happening anymore because now they have a weekly television project product they need to focus on. Uh, the focus is going to be properly on that among uh, getting the guys to the next stage of their career. We can start the rumor mill again about Killer Cross joining WWE, the former Impact star. He was the guy that was going around a few years back, uh, wiping out all the good guys in Impact Wrestling, and nobody could figure out who it was. And then this Killer Cross character debuted and really got a lot of mileage, and then just all of a sudden just disappeared. Turns out Killer Cross has got a lot of friends in very high places. Killer Cross uh, has been rumored to be WWE bound uh, for the last month or so. Uh, this could prove it. Killer Cross, we understand, has pulled out of dates for independent shows, uh, including one in Perth, Australia on the 15th of February, uh, and as well as other ones as well. He's recently met with Triple H and they have had talks about Killer Cross being fast tracked. Keep an eye on WWE TV. We could see Killer Cross soon. Staying with Impact Wrestling, you know their special show for WrestleMania weekend where they're bringing back TNA for one night only. It's called There's No Place Like Home. And it's happening on April the 3rd as part of WrestleCon. They made the announcement that a legendary TNA faction is going to be returning that night as well as D'Lo Brown and Ken Anderson will once again don the jackets of Aces and Eights. So Aces and Eights was uh, the evil team that came in to try and destroy TNA from within. Bully Ray as the head. Devon was in there as well. And it was a lot of guys who had been cast off by WWE, basically, as a unit. It had mixed levels of success, but we're going to see D'Lo Brown and Ken Anderson back in the skins of Aces and Eights over WrestleMania weekend. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Of course, though, you get a little bit nervous when um, all that time goes by and you're thinking, like, I hope I'm not delusional. I think I can just call and, and go back to this company. I wasn't a turd cutter while I was here, though. I treated most people pretty good. Um, and uh, luckily for me, uh, I'm not a delusional turd cutter. I'm a it's just a regular turd cutter sometimes, but not all the time. And finally, John Morrison was having a chat about his decision to leave Impact Wrestling and return to WWE. It was great to see John Morrison make his return on SmackDown just the other week, uh, looking in great condition. Also, right, and I saw a few people tweet this, and it's very true. How good does John Morrison's slow-mo entrance look in high definition? great in it it's just great john morrison uh told the story in an interview uh for a wwe network special about how his return came to be and it's not how you'd imagine it at all towards the end of my run as impact champion i felt like it was time for me to make a move to a a bigger organization and i mean the biggest wrestling organization is is here i texted vince he texted me back and then actually uh he called me right away after that, and um, I uh, I picked up the phone. I was like, oh, my God, Vince is calling me. <laughs> he goes, um, hey, John, sorry, that was a butt dial. Let's talk next week. <laughs> and it's like, okay, and we hung up. As a result of that butt dial, John Morrison returned to the WWE. Think about the last butt dial you had. Was it that successful? Probably not. I can't think of a successful butt dial on my part. It normally rings ex-girlfriends and people I'm avoiding. Amazing scenes from John Morrison. That'll do it for your Cultaholic Wrestling News for Monday. Check out the Cultaholic YouTube channel for Royal Rumble Graded in the next few hours. If you want to see uh, how I thought Royal Rumble 2020 went, you can check it all out on there a little bit later on. Plus, over the weekend on the Cultaholic Podcast feed... Uh, we dropped a brand new episode of Wrestling in the 20s, a four-part series looking at wrestling in the dawn of the 1920s. And I'll tell you a little tale about Ed Strangler Lewis and a fight in speech marks between he and boxing star Jack Dempsey. Willard can't come out for the fourth round. His nose and cheekbone are fractured, ribs broken, half a dozen teeth knocked out. Willard lost his title while sitting in his corner. There was rumour and innuendo Dempsey had either, and you can choose your favourite from the following here, used a knuckle duster during the final round, concealed a rail spike about his person that he inserted into his glove during the fight, 
or had plaster of Paris coated around his hands, which had set before the bell even sounded. Dempsey the killer, Dempsey the champion. In the boxing world, this is scandalous, but it kind of fits the wrestling world quite nicely, doesn't it? The Gold Dust Trio thought so, and Billy Sandow issued a challenge to Jack Dempsey on behalf of Ed Strangler Lewis. My personal wager of $5,000 still stands that Ed Strangler Lewis can beat Dempsey inside of 20 minutes in any ring in the world. That's on the podcast feed right now for you to check out. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.